Hey guys, I'm your host, Miss Nikki, and I welcome you to Something to Say, where I speak on topics that aren't discussed in the church, but are felt and experienced in everyday life. God always has something to say to every one of us. What is he saying today? Welcome back to another episode, you guys. So I am here to answer a question for somebody who asked me something. Um, Y'all see this ugly little mark on my face? Literally before my first time appearing on YouTube, um, I got a boil out of nowhere. The devil is a liar. I went and did the video anyway. It is what it is. We are human. We get blemishes. It is what it is. I wasn't going to allow that to stop me from doing my video. Um, again, welcome back to another video, another episode. Um, for those of you who are listening through audio, this is recording on YouTube. Um, I do have other audio on YouTube. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. Again, from the title of the video, you can tell what we're answering. And guys, please don't make these questions solely Christian-based. You guys can ask me anything. I'm sure I will have an answer for it. I'm sure the Holy Spirit will have an answer for it. The Lord is interested in every detail of our lives, right? He cares about everything concerning us. Ask me anything. If I have an answer for it, I'm going to answer it. I was definitely... Um, I've been saved all my life, but I've had some experiences just like worldly people, just like the rest of us. I will always let you know how I feel about Christians versus the rest of the world. We are just like them. The only difference is the light is turned on for us. We know Christ, they don't. We know we need God, they don't. That's the only difference. And a lot of them do know they need God, but... Which God? Because, right, there's so many different gods out there. It's our job to tell them that there's only one true God. So, again, ask me anything. I will definitely answer it. You guys can see my shirt, something to say podcast, and then my sign. That didn't work out well because, as you can see on camera, it's backwards. So, as you can tell by the title, we are talking about how to know that God is speaking to you. So for me, I'm just going to go through some of this. I have notes. I probably won't read all my notes. This is not my first time recording this video. I have gone through this recording a few times. So I kind of know what my notes are. So bear with me. I hate to write down notes because when I write down notes, what happens is I end up sounding robotic and I don't feel like I'm having a conversation, which is what I want to do. I want to be able to communicate with you as comfortably as possible and to just flow and let it all out. I hate to have to stop and have time lapse during a video, but it is what it is, right? So, um... At times, you're going to see me go down to my notes because I have to remember what it is that I want or how I want to answer the question. So God has always been talking to me. I just never knew that it was his voice because I wasn't in communication with him enough to know that it was him. Not saying that this is the same situation for somebody else, but I can only give you an answer from my perspective. And my perspective, there was so much going on just like anybody else in life that we don't give ourselves time to hear God's voice, right? We have to cut out all the noise, 
all the things that's happening, all the things that's going on around us, all the things that's grabbing our attention, it keeps us from hearing and knowing God's voice. Um, I'm going to give the cliche answer, which is fast, read your word and pray. Most definitely, I'm going to give you that answer because that is the true answer. That is the way that we communicate with him through spirit, right? The word says that those that want to worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, right? You have to come to a place where you humble yourself. You have to come to a place where you know or you allow God to know that you know who he is and that you can't do anything without him and open yourself up to him. And that's the way that you're going to start to hear from him. Now, I will always ask this question myself, right? How um, do people hear God's voice? And one of the most common answers that I always heard was you're going to hear uh, you're going to hear him in a small, still, quiet voice. I never knew what that was at all. I never knew what that was. Anybody that's heard the same thing, leave that uh, comment in the comment section below and express what you thought about that, what you thought about the small, still, quiet voice. So what I feel like happens to people and it happened to me first, meaning like how I knew that God was communicating with me was through dreams, right? I would always have dreams and the the same dream that I had, it would happen. And so what I would do is I would communicate that dream with people close to me. And these dreams would be, let's say, something that was going to happen in my life, something positive, or it would be a dream of a warning. And one of the most common dreams is if somebody in your family is pregnant. That's one of the most common dreams that you could have. But I feel like God started communicating with me through dreams first. And, And when I say that, it doesn't mean that God wasn't already speaking to me. It just meant that I didn't know that it was him. A lot of the times... um. You know, with my relationship maturing in the Lord, when I can go back in my mind and think of moments where I know it was God that spoke to me. Um, and I know the Holy Spirit had did that for me, too, because the Holy Spirit can bring bring back a memory. Um, I feel like what the Holy Spirit was letting me know was that it was God all along. And in those moments, I always thought that those were wise thoughts, right? That I had figured out certain things on my own. I didn't know that that was God or the Holy Spirit that was giving me those answers, but it was definitely him. So um, again, I feel like God communicated with me in dreams because I wasn't sitting with him and I wasn't close enough to him to recognize his voice. Now, um, those of you that are mothers or those of you that are parents or those of you that are in relationships with people, if you know that person, you know their voice. If you're close to that person, you know their voice. If you hear your child crying, right, you know that that is your kid. That is not another kid because you are in relationship with them. You spend time with them. You know their voice. It's the same as a mother carrying their child. That child knows your voice and vice versa. I remember when I gave birth to my second oldest. Um, When she was born, she would not take her eyes off of me. No matter what was going on in that hospital room, she would not take her eyes off me. She knew who I was. And I was so amazed by that. I was so amazed at how this newborn baby, seconds old, knew that I was her mother. I mean... 
you know, when you think about it, you know they know your voice because you know that they're spending time with you. But just to see her keep her eyes solely on me because she knew it was me. She didn't know what I looked like, but she knew that I was her mother by the sound of my voice. So if that's a good example for you, think about it. Think about how important it is for you to spend more time with God in order for you to know that it's him that's speaking to you and it's not your own voice. So um, I think that the audible voice for me when it came to the Lord was when I heard him through taking nursing exams. Now, for me growing up in school, I always had test anxiety. I would always fog up, brain fog. I would always forget what it was that excuse me, what it was that I um, had studied, I would forget everything about the subject when it came to me taking the exam, right? And so I remember talking to my sister about it. Um, and the reason why I was in communication with her about it is because she was also in nursing school. She knew what it felt like to take those exams. Those exams are crazy. Um, and so I remember her telling me that she would pray about it, that she would pray and ask the Lord to um, bring it back to her, her remembering everything that she had studied and she would pass exams. And so I was like, OK, at first I thought it was kind of funny because I'm like, God is he's the God of the universe. Why does he care about this exam that I'm taking? Right. But then I got a thought and I know that thought was God that. The word says that God is concerned about everything when it comes to us. And it's because of his love for us. So much so the word says that he knows every hair that's on our heads. Right. Then I also got a thought. And even in these thoughts that I'm expressing right now, I didn't even know that was God. I felt like it was me figuring out why he cared. Right. But in these thoughts, I felt like he opened the door for me to be in nursing school, right? He allowed that to happen. There were so many closed doors in my life. There's so many jobs and things that I applied for that just would not come through. And nursing school was one of the doors that opened. And, you know, I'll give an example of that really quick. So, you know, when you're taking, when you're trying to enter a nursing school, there's an exam called a T's exam, right? And you have two chances to take this exam, and if you don't pass those two times, then what will happen is you'll have to wait a whole year before you can take it again. I knew that with the circumstances of my family financially, I knew that I had to pass this exam. Now, I hadn't been in school in years, right? So I was kind of afraid on if I would be able to retain the information knowing my status when it comes to test anxiety, right? So when I went to take to take this exam or when I went to the school to find out the information to take the exam, basically what they gave me was a book for me to study. And I had, I, I could choose how much time I wanted to study the exam. They gave me a week. I had just had my son. This was what, in my middle thirties, I had just had my son, hadn't been in school in years. I knew a week was just going to be um, too small amount of time for me to prepare myself for the exam. So I called the school back, asked for another week. Study, I felt like, you know what, I'm done studying. If I don't got it now, I'm not going to get it. I'll just have to take it again. That's where my brain was going into it. But when I started, when I began to take the exam, I started praying, especially when I got to the science section of the exam. I started praying and I started asking the Lord if it was his will, you know, to help me. And I just started picking answers. 
just started picking answers. Now, at that time, I didn't know if I was hearing God's voice. I wasn't even thinking about it. I had just prayed. I put it in his hands and I took the exam. Lo and behold, I passed the exam. As I was in nursing school, taking different quizzes and different exams during different midterms, I started to get more anxiety and I started to get to a point where feeling like this may all be for nothing. I may not pass school. I may not be able to make it. And what I kept saying to the Lord was, I need help. My family needs help. You know, my ex-husband was working and doing everything on his own. My kids needed certain things. And, you know, I felt like so many opportunities would open up to us if I was able to pass nursing school. I just kept kept asking the Lord to be with me. And out of desperation, I felt like God was my only option, right? Whether I was studying or not, I felt like I keep getting in a position of having brain frog. I got to do this. I, I don't have any other choice. I don't have the same options as other nursing students. They had jobs to fall back on. They had, um, you know, other family members that they could stay with or was staying with. A lot of the people that I was in nursing school with were younger than me. So they didn't have the same family dynamics or situations that I had. I knew that I had nothing else to fall back on but God. And so because I had those moments mentally, I just began to start telling God who I knew him to be. I kept praying prayers like, Lord, you know, I know that you brought me to this. I know that you're not going to fail me. I know that you've opened doors for me before. You've made a way for me before. Like, this is not for no reason. I trust you, Lord. And as I began to say those things, I could feel the anxiety leave me. And this was every time I would take an exam, I could feel the anxiety leaving me. And as the anxiety would leave me, everything that I studied, the Holy Spirit began to bring back to my memory. And I was able to remove the fear and focus on what it was that I was reading and be able to pick an answer. And sometimes it would be where I didn't know the the answer at all that I had studied, right? I had studied, but let's say I didn't study these specific things. Um, I would ask the Lord to help me and I would start just picking answers. The Holy Spirit would tell me what answers to pick. And and what I'm saying by this is like, I would have a thought of fear, right? My mind would be focused on being scared. My mind would be focused on, I can't fail. My mind would be focused on all the negative things. And then out of nowhere, I would hear, pick that answer, pick that answer. And I would just start doing it, right? I didn't... And, think, oh, this is weird. Where's that thought coming from? I would just do it because I was desperate and I needed to pass. So I wasn't focused on how God was communicated with me. I just began to do it. And one of the things that I began to realize is like during this whole process, um, and trust me, I'm still looking at my notes. What I began to realize is that during this process that when I was asking for help, When I was asking for the Lord to help me, I wasn't asking for me to hear from God. What I was asking for was for God to take away the anxiety so that I could focus on the exam and not be so worried about failing, right? So I didn't think that the help would be that he would answer me by audibly speaking, by audibly telling me which ones to pick, which answers to pick. Um... What I began to realize is that every time this happened, I would hear that thought in my mind, pick that answer, pick this answer, pick that. And it was so like now that I think about it, it's kind of weird not knowing. Excuse me, I have to drink water. I get my mouth is very dry while I'm drinking, while I'm talking, drinking. 
I got paper stuck to my arm. See, it's the only thing about doing visual videos. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, so basically, I didn't expect that I was going to hear God's voice. I thought that I was just going to feel his peace. And that's what I was used to feeling whenever I prayed and asked God to help me. He would always take away the anxiety, the fear. And this is growing up. This is growing up. And this is, um, and I mean, this is like over the years while growing up. When I, whenever I would pray and ask God to help me, it was always to take away fear. It was always to take away anxiety. And that's how I thought he was going to answer me. But instead, he began to speak to me. And let's see. Let's see what else I have here. One thing that I learned about God, right? One thing that I learned is that he will always confirm his word when communicating to you, right? And so, um, let me see. Examples would be of God confirming his voice or what he said to you is you could hear something from him, right? And usually I know that when you hear something from God, a lot of the times it is a word that is going against your flesh, Right, it's coming against your own desires, right? That's one example. That's not all examples. That's one example. But what he would do is confirm his word to me through, let's say, a conversation I could be having with somebody, right? We could be talking about something totally different, or my mind could be on something totally different, and they would bring up the very same thing that God just explained to me or God said to me prior to having that conversation. Or let's say I'm out driving. I would see a sign with the same words or something similar to what God has said. Or let's say I turn on YouTube and I see a sermon. It would be something similar to what God has spoke. So God always has a way of confirming his word. Those are just examples of how God um, confirmed to me what he had been saying. Um, God will make sure that you know that it's him. He will always make sure that you know that it's him. That's how you will begin to know that it's not your flesh, that it's not you, but that it is him. God will keep telling you that thing over and over. He knows you very well. He knows when you don't understand that it's him. And the thing about God is that he practices with you, even if you don't know that that's what's going on. There'll be so many different circumstances or situations that God will put you in that you will begin to know that it's him. Because he's confirming it for you over and over. As you stay with him. These are just my examples. But as you stay close to him, God will make sure certain situations happen where he's confirming for you that it's his voice that you are hearing. Um, if you're not sure that it's God's voice, read his word more. I know that those are like cliche answers or answers that you've heard other people speak, but read his word more. The reason why is because anything, like the word says, anything that exalts itself above God's word is not him. So that's the reason why I'm saying read his word. When you hear him speak, it's very close to the word that you read. And let's say it's not something that you read. Let's say it's a regular conversation. Like, like when God speaks, he doesn't always speak scriptures. He'll answer questions just like I'm talking to you. He'll communicate with you. But again, he's going to confirm what it is that he's saying. You're going to hear it again. It's going to come again. You're going to dream it. You're going to see it. You, you know, somebody's going to say it to you. A stranger may say it to you. You will know that it's not just a coincidence. You will know that it's not just your voice. And as it keeps happening, you're going to know that it's God. 
Um, let me see what else I wrote down here. One thing that I noticed um, is that I'm going to give an example. So let's say you get mad. Let's say you get angry about something. Let's say somebody hurts you. Let's say somebody makes you angry, right? And you want to confront that person. You want to say something to them. You have every thought in your mind on how you're going to give them a piece of your mind and tell them how you feel. What the Holy Spirit will do is the Holy Spirit will explain to you, you'll get a thought out of nowhere on why you shouldn't. Why you shouldn't say what you need to say. Now, if you are spending time with God, if you are spending time and opening yourself up to the Spirit of the Lord, you're going to know it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come in. It'll be easy for you to hear the Holy Spirit because you're spending time with Him, right? You're in prayer a lot. You're reading the word. The Holy Spirit is going to come out. First of all, the reason why I say reading his word, the reason why that's my answer is because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can read God's word and not understand it. And I said this in my last video, the last video that I just did. The word of God is not for any person. It's not for regular people, right? If you are not if you are not genuinely seeking the Lord, if you are not saved, if you do not have the Holy Spirit, when you read his word, you won't understand it, right? But when you do read his word and you do understand it, the Holy Spirit is the revealer of that word. There's so many times that I've read scripture that I've gone over it over and over because I know that God is trying to say something to me. I know that he's trying to tell me something. Um, as I'm reading it over and over, the Holy Spirit will give me a thought on what the word means, right? You get used to hearing that voice. You get used to having that feeling that you feel when you get revelation from God's word, right? It's the same voice. It's the same wisdom, right? You'll know it. It'll become a knowing to you. So again, stay in God's word. So also, again, let's get back to it. I'm just checking my time on the audio. Let's get back to it. So you want to say something. You want to explain how you feel. You want to do it because you're so angry. You're so hurt. You're in your emotions, right? But the Holy Spirit will go against your flesh. That's another way of knowing that it's God's word. Is that anything that the Lord is saying to you, he's going to go against the flesh. He's going to go against the word of how you feel and what you want to do. The Bible says that God has given us control over our feelings. So if you're moving in your flesh, the Holy Spirit is always going to go against that. The Holy Spirit is always going to explain to you why it's unnecessary for you to do all of that. The word says that vengeance is his. So anything in you that's telling you, you need to call them, you need to get them straight. You need to make sure they know how you feel. Anything that's saying that to you, that's you. That's going off of how you feel. You're moving off of what you want to do and how you feel. But when you hear that voice, right? It's a peaceful voice. And that's that still quiet voice. It's a peaceful voice that's telling you, now you know that's unnecessary. That's not in my word. My word says, give it to me. Let me handle it. 
Or you hear a voice that's basically explaining what's going to come out of the situation. What's going to happen if you tell this person how you feel? They've already disrespected you. They've already put you in a place where you're hurt. If you tell them how you feel, is it going to get worse or is it going to get better? The Holy Spirit will start to break down why you should not say those things, why you shouldn't do it. Like you're going to hear God say no. And he's always going to say no when it comes to your flesh. So that's one of the ways of knowing God's voice is speaking to you. That it's him that's speaking to you. Because he's going to come against your flesh. And he's always going to come against this flesh because we are not supposed to be carnal minded. We are supposed to be spirit beings, right? Walking by faith in the spirit, communicating with him in the spirit. So I, I really hope that this helped. I hope that you understood um, where I was coming from with this. I hope that was a good enough answer. If not, you could call me. We could talk about it more. But I hope that you understood it. Um, What else did I want to communicate with you guys? I think that was it as far as this video is concerned. But like I said, ask me, ask me different questions. Don't just, they don't have to be Christian based. You know, I live in this world just like the rest of y'all. You know, um, I should have an answer for you. There's no problem with asking me anything. I'm human. I'm Christian, but I'm human, right? So we all have thoughts. We all have feelings. We all have opinions. Um, everything that I say on here, you may not agree with it. That's fine. You know, I'm my own individual as you are as well. Um, again, ask me anything, you know, and cer- certain views that we have, certain views and opinions that we have, we have them now and, and our ideas about those things change. Um, one of the newer topics that I wanted to speak on was sex and uh, marriage was allowed in the bedroom. I want to talk about that next. Um, that is something that everybody is talking about now. A lot of Christians are coming to the conclusion that there was a such thing as sexual sin and not everything is allowed in your bedroom because it's of the enemy and not of God. God is the one who created sex, right? He is the one who created it and the enemy perverts it. So I want to talk about that because we want to make sure that we are not in perversion as we are with our kingdom spouses, right? We want to make sure that when we have sex with our spouses, that it is a holy event. It is. It's something that God gave us, right? We want to make sure that we are not bringing the enemy into our bed, that we are not bringing sexual sin into our bed so that it can open up other doors, you know, that we don't want in our marriage. Um, And let's remember marriage is a ministry. It's not what we think it is. Right? It's not about the glitz and the glamour. It's not about um, just an open door to have sex. <laughs> that is one of the privileges of marriage, but it's not all about that. So, yeah, I do want to talk about that. I don't know when I will be talking about that, um, but that is one of the topics that is on my list. Um, what else did I want to mention? Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. If you haven't done so, do so now. Any questions that you want to ask me, ask me them now. I did list on another one of my videos. You can do it anonymously. Excuse me, I can't even talk. 
you can do it anonymously. It doesn't have to be on the, the bottom of the video in the comment section. Um, it can be, you can email me. I do have an email. I believe it is something to say at gmail.com. I believe it is. If not, you can inbox me on my IG. And I also have a um, TikTok. And they're all something to the number two say podcast at what is it? Something to say podcast 21. I believe that is my IG. And for TikTok, it's the same. Inbox me and ask me anything and I will do a video pertaining to that. Um, We're going to start to get juicy. Let's have some conversations. You guys wanted to see me on here? Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's get down to some real stuff. Um, Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Let's do it. So um, until next time, till next video, be blessed. I will see you guys on another episode or you'll hear me on another audio. Love you guys. Take care. for tuning into something to say currently airing on spotify apple Podcasts, anchor web browser overcast breaker pocket cast just to name a few for updates please follow me on instagram and tiktok both handles are the same something to say podcast 21 that's s-o-m-e-t-h-i-n-g the number two s-a-y-p-o-d C-A-S-T-21. This is where you can get updates for new uploads. And for those of you who cannot follow us on podcast forums, the link to our YouTube channel is located in the bio. Please subscribe, comment, like, and share so our message spreads out to more listeners. Inbox me or email me. Our email is something to say podcast 21. S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N-G, the number two, S-A-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-21 at gmail.com. Please send in DMs on topics you'd like to discuss, prayer requests, or questions that you might have. Those of you requesting certain topics can do so anonymously. I pray that the words spoken today will take root in your heart and feed your soul. Until next time, be blessed in the name of our Lord.